Welcome to the Drive Time Podcast. This is your host, Ray Ortega, the CEO and founder of Grata Software, where we partner with businesses to build innovative technologies on cloud platforms. Today, we're on episode eight. So today, I have the top three things that I found that small businesses run into when they're trying to build technology or they're trying to understand how to incorporate technology into their business. Technology is a very expensive venture. Some of us know that. Some of us who's been do- who've been doing this for many years know that technology can be very, very expensive. Sometimes some projects can go anywhere from $50,000 on the low side and sometimes end up at $300,000, $400,000, depending on the level of complexity on the project. And so when we work with small businesses, and what I mean by small businesses, they can fall anywhere between the small startup businesses all the way up to, we're talking 30, $40 million businesses. Certain industries, the SBA or the Small Business Association have determined that in certain industries, small businesses can go up to those kind of numbers about, you know, I think there's even in IT, it goes up to 70 million if you're a small business. So being a small business is very relative to the industry that you're at. With our work that we do we do, and the clients that we talk to and even people who are not our clients but are prospects or people that we've talked to in the past, we've run into several issues when we work with small businesses. And I wanted to bring up the top three things that we run into that are very important for you to understand. And maybe we can figure out a way to help you understand also how to get past these issues. So the first thing is probably one of the most root causes of small businesses not really going into technology or whatever is the lack of strategic planning for IT. Um, lacking that strategic planning process, uh, we've dealt with several companies where we've gone in and they use some sort of technology, whether it be like Microsoft Word or some type of Microsoft-based ERP system or something like that. And what we find is that they, they incorporate things like Microsoft Word and Excel and stuff like that in their business. And they may s- incorporate some type of accounting software like QuickBooks. And the problem with when you, when you work with the software that you've purchased essentially for your business all the time it's built for a specific purpose and it's more of a generalized purpose. It's not a, it's not specific to your business. Now Word and Excel are, are not a perfect example and neither is QuickBooks because it's kind of like the, the de facto standard for accounting. But I'm a property management company and I buy a property management software. Well, the property management software that I buy, chances are has been built more specific to an organization that needed that kind of software and kind of put it together or they've talked or met with several people in that industry and kind of got an idea of what to build for that industry. So you're kind of working with the technology that's been built for a specific purpose for a specific client. Uh, we find this many times when we uh, get involved in these bids, these government bids or something like that, or, or even other corporate bids, large corporate bids, where their their proposal or their request for proposal tends to have verbiage in there that's very close to a company that already has the software that's pre-built for them. So in, in those cases, sometimes it's really difficult to even do anything about, but when, but you personally, if you're running a small business, if you're running a business in general, either you're a leader in the business or you own the company, you're going to run into this situation where you're going to be looking at cer- certain types of technologies that you're going to purchase for your business. Now, the thing is when you're not really planning it out and you're kind of just buying what you need when you need it, you run into this issue where once you buy it, you may spend thousands of dollars on the, on the stuff that you buy. And you may start using it and then realize that it doesn't do all the things that you needed to do for your business. It's not tailored to what you do. And that becomes a problem and that's something that you're gonna have to contend with when you get to that point. Now, we once met with a engine manufacturer years ago that they had purchased five or six different applications in order to be able to perform all of their manufacturing tasks and all of their processes. 
after meeting with them for a couple of days and kind of assessing all of the things that they do, we found that all of these different applications each function in a specific area of their business, but together they don't collectively work together. Um, and there wasn't really an integration uh, piece for either of them. So we had to architect a full custom solution that would allow them to essentially be able to go from soup to nuts in their business, from phone call to delivery, and through the whole manufacturing process that with an application that we would build that would basically function for their business from top to bottom. And that tends to be the avenue to take, especially if this is something that you're really trying to, you're really trying to go down that path of getting something that you really need, right? Um, with third-party software, you don't really have those options, and that's kind of one of the things that we've seen when working with small businesses, that there's no real strategic plan for IT. It's kind of, I buy it when I need it, and I kind of incorporate it as I need it. Um, so it's one of those things that we definitely would recommend that when, when you first start a business, kind of look at it, certain things like from an IT perspective, it's really important. It's important to have someone that you can go to, some type of uh, resource that will provide you that kind of information. It's really difficult with all the technologies that are out there to kind of come up with your own way. But that's why companies like us exist and companies like other you know com competitors of ours exist. Our jobs are to kind of guide you through that process and find you the right technology for what you need for your business. So that's one of the first things that we've noticed working with companies is, is without an IT strategic plan, they tend to be lost at first, purchase a lot of software that they don't really, you know, doesn't really do all the things that they need to do and then they end up spending all that money and then they have to go back and then they finally come to someone like us and now they're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on a solution that's very custom. Some of them are able to afford it, some of them can't. But at least before you get started, it'd be great to have a strategic plan of how you're gonna use IT to your benefit. And I think that's really important to start off with. And so also with that lack of strategic planning, you also run into the issue of obviously those integration issues, which is another topic or which is another um, thing that they, people run into, but it's not one of the most important ones. It's just part of that, the, the, the problem of not having a strategic plan. So the second thing that we see that is really important is when a company decides that they are gonna incorporate some type of technology like an ERP, which is an enterprise resource planning software, and they want to incorporate or integrate it with other systems that obviously they could integrate with, like for instance, a QuickBooks can integrate with certain ERPs. The issue that happens is that they may incorporate technology, but now the problem is there isn't a disaster recovery plan for those that technology. I've seen several times companies where they've built technology and then it goes down and they're calling around, okay, what do I do to fix this? A lot of companies that we get tend to be companies that have already gone out and actually invested in technology, but now have a problem with the actual recovery and scalability and, and the types of planning for growth and all that kind of stuff with that product or with the, that technology. And that tends to be another thing that, that they run into. It's important to have a plan for that. And it goes back to your IT strategic plan. If you're gonna build an IT strategic plan, also build some type of disaster and recovery plans in there in case if a server goes down or your application goes down, there's a way to recover it. Um, on top of that is if there's a disaster, we have a, a, or we had a client once during a hurricane was potentially gonna lose their whole business. And it's important to have a plan of action. They did not have a plan of action. We incorporated one after we got on board with them. Unfortunately, you know, or fortunately for them, it did not happen. But if it did, if a hurricane came by and flooded their, uh, their office complex, they would have been basically SOL and they would have had nowhere to recover their, 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 their product or any of their technology. So come up with a disaster recovery plan if you are investing in technology for your business. The third most important thing is basically security. 
and this is a very touchy topic, security, even right now, there's a whole bunch of conversations about uh, cybersecurity, Trojanware, ransomware, which we've seen ransomware in action. Uh, When one of our clients came to us and asked us to fix one of their APIs, immediately when we tried to log into the API, it was covered in ransomware. So it happens. The um, security is one of the biggest risks. Um, When it comes to any type of technology, it even comes to your own internal stuff. We're not even talking about product development at this point. We're talking about just technology in general. If you're using Microsoft Word, if you're using an Outlook uh, Outlook server in your local environment, or even if you're using a cloud-based environment, security is the number one priority. Basically because right now there's a lot of regulations that protect user security, user data. For instance, GDPR, which is the, uh, the European New Data Protection Act, Um, the GDPR is a 4% of total revenue. It doesn't matter from which division it's total revenue for the whole corporation. If you violate the GDPR, um, GDPR standards. So it's just things like that. So security, again, is the number one issue that we find in most businesses when we talk to them that they don't have a clear security strategy, um, to protect user data, things like that. And it's really not their fault. I mean, it's it's not every business or not everybody who starts a business, and I'm talking about a small business, not everyone's going to know that right now that they're being probably hit about 100 times a minute from some hacker in Ukraine or Korea or China. They're not going to know that. It's hard to know that. You have to kind of more be like a server administrator to understand that. A lot of WordPress sites right now, I mean, this is a big one. We've run into this several times where WordPress sites get hit so many times and so many types of malware and stuff get installed in those WordPress sites that it's shutting down sites and shutting down companies that are using WordPress as their, as their you know, primary source of, you know, management, application management, which is, which is you know, common. Um, not every company builds a custom software from scratch. Some of them, especially some smaller businesses, they use WordPress for a lot of their small business needs. We, as a company, we don't recommend that especially when it comes to an application. If you're building a data, if you're building a website that's just basically marketing and, and, you know, things like that, of course, WordPress is a very, very valid source. But when it comes to enterprise applications, we don't recommend WordPress. We do have clients who are using WordPress for enterprise applications, and we find that they spend so much money with us just in managing the WordPress sites. It takes a lot. They're being hacked every day. There's constant constant bots that are hitting those WordPress sites. And our job is to make sure that they don't. Um, and if they do, they're not getting anything out of it. And so, um, but it still taxes your server because you're having to write scripts and stuff in order to basically not allow connections from different IP addresses and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of work that goes into that and that costs money. And as a small business, you can't keep spending that kind of money, you know, on just preventing someone from accessing your your website. You could if you're, like I said, the $30, $40 million business, but if you're a small, small business, you really can't. It's really not feasible for your business to do that. And so those are the the three things that we see when we work with customers, not even customers, we just work with companies in general. There's some companies that we get, that we talk to that are not even our customers and we provide advice anyways. And we, because we do care, we wanna make sure that their business stays around We'd love for them, you know, when they grow to a certain level to come back and call us and say, hey, we need you guys now. And so we try to provide that information to them about these hacks and things that are going on and then also making sure they have an IT strategy because these are very important. Um, We have a customer who we've we built a technology for their business for they had an IT strategy that they were implementing. We built a, a, a system for their company to use. 
And now that system is turned into a product and a product that they're turning around and white labeling and selling to other competitors. It's a valid way of making an additional revenue. Not only is it doing that, but it also is minimizing their cost of internal operations. So those are things that are very important. And so when we work with companies like small businesses like that, this, these are the kind of things we still run into. And the best way to handle them is to work with a company or work with a, a, an IT consultant or work with a software consultant, kind of like, you know, like a Grata software, um, so that we can help you mitigate these risks and mitigate these issues and help get you the technology that you need in order to make your business more successful. And so that's why it's really important to, to, to speak with a professional who understands how technology is used in all different facets of a business. So if you feel like you're running into problems like this, then definitely hit us up. Uh, you can hit us up at Grata Software. That's at Grata Software, capital G, capital S, um, on Twitter. And we can help you answer some questions if you have any questions on this. And then in general, you can just contact me, Ray R. Ortega 1 at, uh, oh, sorry, at R. Ortega 1 at Twitter. Uh, or Twitter's at R Ortega one. That's my handle. Um, if you have any questions and we can help you with that uh, and to move forward. So again, short podcasts, uh, just going over those three things and thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you on the next podcast. Mm-hmm.